better than Sopranos, better than Beatles. Not my words, but those of my alter ego, Tolly Willabub. We're up for a Golden Penis Award. Oh, grow up, this Mitvok, which thanks to my listener, we win. Do I have a crystal ball? Yes, and the other one is Perspex. We'll be divining Rod's fishing and Stuart. So if you want my body and you think I look like a rotting flounder, come on Barbie, let's go part the downy buttocks of hi there. Triple high fives for my non-existent production team and a high seven for my clone, John Asbury. I'll be talking to and fro with I'm fattest, no, I'm fattest. Enjoying a moment of calm and welcoming to the show. Today's show is sponsored by my latest t-shirt and it features a crazy kaleidoscopic green oranges and the word Renorage. It's a premium product and will cost you a whopping £1,000 with all the money going straight into my PayPal account before being invested in cryptocurrency. Now, I know we like to have a bit of fun on this pogren, but I assure you this really is a genuine product. So if you care about my future, then head over to fugwatch.com and buy your Renorage t-shirt to bay. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fugcast, and I'm still here at Cube. I've got nowhere else to go, but as this is the last of my three Cube specials, I expect they'll tell me to sling my hook pretty soon. But maybe I'll stay. I mean, this place has got 17,000 floors and 52,000 different rooms, and I can't imagine they'd notice if I was here or not. Or maybe I'll just call Starfruit and see if I can stay on her sofa again. Although after last time, she did say she didn't want to see me ever again. I used her balsamic vinegar to clean the moss off my shield. I think that was the last straw. Maybe I'll just buy her some more. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure the stuff at cost cutters can quite replace the 5,000-year-old balsamic from Atlantis that comes in a spherical bottle made from pink musgravite, but I bet it tastes exactly the same. Da, 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 da. What is that? Is it the Ascenders theme? No. Ah, what is that? This is a digital oh, recording it, I made earlier of me talking to myself. And it goes on like this for around 17 minutes, by which point it becomes very tedious indeed. Now, talking to oneself has long been considered a noble pursuit. In fact, it was Lord Ormensvor Vexenum. You're listening to a recording I made earlier of me commenting on the previous recording. And of course, I could carry on doing this kind of thing indefinitely. I'm not going to, but I could. I wrote a very rude letter to one of my past selves the other day and was shocked and surprised to get one back almost immediately. Now, I won't read it out as it's very unpleasant indeed and amounts to what my lawyer, Simon Waterforest, calls an interpersonal attack. After I'd calmed down, I started writing a response on my daughter's Etch-a-Sketch when I heard the flap of the letterbox. It was a letter from my future self, Hans Amphersan's Pat Waterforce, and as I read it, a single turquoise tear rolled down my grey bony cheek, landing in my saucer of milk. For in the most exquisite calligraphy was written, Tovus et totem, tut ti tuti incarnus et orvalium. 
Frogcast. Welcome back, and I'm here in the Great Hall with today's guest. Susan Hook Forearm hails from sunny England. She's nice and middle class, and also, get this, a woman. Susan Run, hello and welcome to Fugcast. Thanks. Nice to meet you. Exactly. So what's it like being Susan Run Hook Forearm? Hook Forearm. Forearm? Forum. Well, I'm still working that out, Matthew, because as you know, I'm almost entirely made up. Why almost? Well, if I inhabit a role, if I really become this Susan Run McCornaghy or whatever, then who's to say I'm not her? I mean, I'm not, but who's to say? Not me. I say you are her. It's like Jean Pikelsvon didn't say when he played the old maid in Waterhouse. Just because I don't sound like you, Ma, don't mean I ain't her. Didn't he say that, though? I thought he did. Unt. Didn't? Unt. So, Susan Run, I understand you're married to TV's Chip Wheelhouse. Lucky you. I mean, I'm sure you must hear this all the time, but he's a bit of a hunk, isn't he? Yes, he's very Homston. Really Homston? Whenever he's on screen, I get quite faint. Yes, he's very faint. It's hard to see him sometimes, but I always know when he's walked into a room. There are two giveaways. One, his heavy mouth breathing, and two, his sulphurous breath. He used to be totally opaque, but I've worn him down over the years with a mixture of passive aggression and active aggression. But what about you, Susan? Run. Susan Run. Yes, sorry. What do you normally get up to? Well, hmm. I'm not sure what you mean. I like jigsaws, short walks, and Facebook. Well, I think we've got a good idea of what you're about, so thanks, Susan Run. Oh, right, thanks. Now it's time once again for the Scottish section of the programme. It's a relatively new space for you and your wives to relive old Scottish traumas and germinate new Scottish ideas. It's Mittwoch, and you're at work in the chip shop. Two battered pickled eggs and a deep-fried berry, please. Who said that? And you peer over the counter to see a tiny Scots terrier. All right, pal, and he gives you a cheeky wink. A talking dog? You must be seeing things. How are you going to carry your food? You haven't got any hands. Ah, you can stick it in my wee trailer. That wasn't there a second ago. No, as this story progresses, you'll notice all kinds of inconsistencies. And suddenly he's on your shoulder. See what I mean? Now, can I have my order or do I have to make it myself? You couldn't make it yourself. You don't have opposable thumbs. What do you call these? And suddenly he's grown four foot and two enormous thumbs have sprouted from the sides of his head. At tremendous speed, he gets to work, battering and frying anything he can pick up with his two thumbs. Receipts, tongs, aprons and a biro are all thrown in and fished out again with a tremendous lack of proficiency. Batter and hot oil on the floor, surfaces and walls. Hey, I'm getting the hang of this. Right, I work here now. You can go. But this is my job. I mean, what the hell? Jask, wake up. You're having a bad dream. What? Where? Who? Like what? And then you remember, you don't work in a chip shop in Stonehaven. You're Josk Wesebster, an American male middle manager from LA. And you're in bed with both of your wives, the silver one and the gold one. Jask, it's okay. It was just a dream, says your silver wife. Your gold wife has her eye mask and penis-shaped earplugs and continues sleeping.
Jazz Jokes. Did you hear about the saxophone player stuck in traffic? He was certainly tooting his horn. Then he calmed down and called his wife to tell her he'd be late home. But wait, he called her on his saxophone. I'm co-producing a remake of the 80s sitcom Birds of a Feather. And although we haven't filmed a single episode yet or even written a single script, critics are already calling it better than The Sopranos, Jake Mandelcap in The Daily Esrald, superb Rondra Keane, Weekly Cornet, and not bad at all, Paris Fairweather in The Evening Gerald. It will star Rufus Sewell and Stephen Fry as the two sisters, and their nosy neighbour, Doreen, will be played by Nigel Hawthorne. Or Steve McFadden. Whoever says yes, basically. Anyway, here's the theme tune. Hey! Come on! Alright! That's all I have time for, Toadie. And sadly, it's now time to leave Cube. I've been given my marching orders, my suitcase is packed, and as luck would have it, my friend Plum has a spare room going in her child's drawing of a house, so for now I have somewhere to stay. It may be imaginary, but beggars can't be choosers. Remember to like, subscribe, and perhaps visit fugwatch.com if you like me. Do take care, and as always... Oh.